Hello and welcome back to the Growing Revolution, sponsored by Smart Pot Fabric Planters. I'm Eric Olson with uh, Smart Pot, and our guest this week is Eric Hall, who's a tree farming consultant and the inventor and distributor of a product called the Monarch Auger, which works hand in glove with our root control bags, making tree farming a breeze. Eric believes so strongly in the Monarch Auger to the extent that he has obtained full patent rights to the unit. So, Eric, welcome to the show. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on today. Uh, what an honor and what a privilege to be able to get and visit with uh, you guys about uh, the Monarch Auger and how it's uh, revolutionizing the uh, grow bag or in-ground tree production status. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the The more I learn about the Monarch Auger, the more I think, well, shoot, I can be a tree farmer. This uh, Anybody could be a tree farmer with this unit. So, um, Eric, uh, you know, what's your background and how did you get into the tree farming industry in the first place? Yeah, well, you know, as a very young child, uh, growing plants and, and especially trees was made me TikTok. Uh, I, that's what I like to do. And so, you know, I, I definitely wasn't looking so much as as what it was going to be paying me in the long run but what if it was what i was liking what i was doing so uh you know my likeness for doing uh, the, the work and you, you know it just felt like that was my purpose as to how i need to contribute to uh the trade and, and the world of the kind and that's how i got into it um you know um should should we talk about you know my going forward with my education on that you know and maybe yeah yeah so so where did you so you've you've got a college degree in uh horticulture well it's uh it's actually forestry uh with with emphasis in forestry management and um the uh the the emphasis also on on top of that was the uh production of young seedlings or young trees so uh you know that gears a lot towards the nursery side of production and you know uh you know, I went through internships while I was while I was at college, and, and then after that, I've worked for many uh, successful farms and, and nurseries across the United States. And so, um, you know, that's that's really how I got all into all this. Yeah. What What are the responsibilities of you know somebody like yourself managing a, a tree farm nursery? What like what What are you guys up to? Well, you know, most of the time, you know, uh, you ultimately want to start with your safety. You know, you want to make sure you have a safe operation. You know, this is a this type of trade is a very hands-on, physically demanding uh, trade. And you know, next behind that needs to be your levels of efficiencies in production. So, you know, handling handling those a- aspects then then it allows you to be profitable and make your business work uh, rather than it being a hobby. Yeah. Yeah, safety first uh, in any industry, definitely. Um, so then, can you talk about how you came up with the um, Monarch Auger system? Uh, you know, safety. You know, it seems it seems like uh, the Monarch system is is a safe system. Seems like it helps to you know reduce you know people using shovels and and backbreaking labor labor. So can you talk about the the Monarch and how you developed that? Exactly. So yes, the you know the frame of mind was you know having seeing it from the safety side first, but then the production side after that. But you know I I learned that I was having to use uh, so many uh, hands of labor to to install my fabric containers in the ground as much as nineteen individuals to get the 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 number of production quota that I needed. 
Well, when I had that many individuals working behind shovels mostly, you know, shoveling the soil back in these bags, started developing, you know, workers' comp claims, you know, sore backs and legs and, you know, shoulder injuries and on and on, et cetera, like that. And so so then I uh, started reaching out to the trade, talking to other folks and, and trying to see what is the solution to this problem. You know, what we've identified is definitely a big problem in this in this trade, and it seems to be holding the trade back for advancing because, um, you know, it was a heavy learning um, curve for me to see you know, to overcome this problem of why so many growers are not wanting to adopt this system of growing, and it was the upfront installation cost. And so, you know, after lots of review and talking to peers in this trade and and industrial uh, people, uh, you know, that that could fabricate items, you know, crossing the trades with the nursery trade and with uh, mostly fabrication shops, so that being a, a type of welders and you know designers. Well, this uh, this evolving process here started, and that process, you know, took many years to to put on paper first, and then after that, you know, we had to start designing the items and to to make this system work. And when when that all started going through, and we actually had a a unit to be able to try in the field, you know, that took the years of process to doing that. But you know once once the many years that went past after uh, developing the monarch auger i learned that this monarch auger not only yes it is absolutely safer to uh, use than the standard back breaking shovel but it allows us to be six times as faster than what we was doing before and wow. and, and i'm speaking i'm speaking you know the six times faster um, just on a labor standpoint, from using 19 individuals, we dropped that down to three to four individuals. That's amazing. And we were still achieving the same level of production. And and so when when we was able to um, to drop that level of workforce, that most certainly that was able to drop the level of of liability claims on our end. So it was really heavily built upon the safety aspect of being able to advance this trade and solve that number one issue of why growers are not adopting this type of system uh, to grow yeah, their trees. Not, yeah, not only, uh, not only the workers' comp claims going down, but, you know, just the hours, you know, going into the field that has to really improve profitability for a tree farm to, you know, eliminate uh, three quarters of, of their workforce that they need. That's a amazing efficiency. How do tree farmers install our root control bags if they're not using the auger? They're just using a regular auger and then that kind of drills the soil up. They put the fabric bag in, fill it with the soil and then put the tree start in and, and then they're done, right? Uh, yes, it, yeah. In a very layman's way of saying that, correct. Yeah, that's that's how it's it's very done. You know, there's no special augers that is needing. Uh, you know, a standard auger, uh, one that could even be rented from a local rentals uh, company store, can be done uh, to put these bags in. You know, and you and you you have typically the size auger that your size of the container that you're putting in the ground. Uh, though there is some level of of forgiveness there on the size. For instance, let's say you only had access to a 24-inch bit 
soil bit, but you was using a 21 inch bag. Well, then you can still install that 21 inch bag with that 24 inch bit. And that similar situation there, that is what happens with the Monarch auger. You don't have to have specifically the spot on diameter size that you are, are installing with the fabric bag. Oh, okay. I so, didn't know that. I thought it had to be spot on. So that's cool that there's some uh, wiggle room. Yes, and, and, and so through my consulting process of, of teaching people how to grow more profitability in these bags with this Monarch auger, uh, when you when you when you auger a hole a little bit larger sometimes, and it just depends on your soil site. When you when you auger a little bit larger hole, it gives you a chance to be able to amend a little bit larger area of the soil because the the roots in these fabric bags they do extend past the bag, and those roots that extend past the bag are your are your very heavy fibrous feeder roots, and so if you in, in, amend that soil just beyond that fabric. Sometimes it will give you even better uh, turnarounds and, and uh, rates of return on your um, growth rates. Makes sense to me. Um, so uh, not only uh, you know is this uh, efficient for production, uh, but it seem, but you also told me that you can incorporate a soil fertility program. Uh, which you also consult your customers on. Can you explain, you know, what you analyze and then recommend to your customers? And then how much faster to harvest, how, how much faster are your customers getting their trees to harvest uh, using, you know, added soil fertility versus just, uh, you know, using the Monarch auger and the root control bags? Absolutely, yes. That's wonderful conversation there, you know, and that, that, that could definitely invite for another podcast at a later date. Uh, so, but, you know, to introduce uh, how, how to improve or amend your soil, you know, we, we first uh, look at your soil type. That, that's very important to look at your soil type. And your soil type, that's your, that's your percentage of amounts of sand in that soil, percentage of silt, and percentage of clay. Uh, you know, that's one of the very early starts of, of learning about soil. And, and before we get a little bit more detail into this, I, I should also say that that everybody's soil can be improved. And so there is no, no one perfect soil. Everybody's soil can be improved in some way or another. And, and so this Monarch auger gives you the ability to churn and mix that soil much like you would mix in in a, in a bakery or a culinary process of producing say the perfect recipe for for your dish well this monarch auger gives you the ability to to develop a a much better uh, soil structure you know I, I mentioned that you know your soil tight and so the very basis of of starting out would be identifying your soil type of those percent percent sand silt and clays and then maybe what would probably fall in second of that is going to be your soil pH, uh, how acidic or how alkaline your soil is, because uh, plant nutrients, uh, specifically tree nutrients, also they require certain levels of pH to be uptake at optimal levels. So a a 5.0 pH is going to uptake a different rate of elements of, of nutrition versus a, even a 6.0 or 7.0, and Throughout the year, those those trees need different levels of that particular nutrient, and we have to match that pH with that time of the year or that type of plants 
need for X element and that that is a very large driver of how fast this tree is going to grow throughout the year you know um, you know we all think that trees may only grow during the growing season but roots grow a very lot in the dormant season just depending on you know to where what part of the country you're in you know as we're talking mostly right now about the southern United States but you know the the southern United States the roots grow well into the um, months of the fall you know and could be into, into the later part of the growing season so the uh, you know you, you ask about just really how much faster you know amending and improving soils can can bring a grower uh, through my consulting and and through use of the monarch auger I, I will certainly tell you through all the individuals that I have helped across the United States that this has been you know from coast to coast north and south east to west in the United States I have had every one I have helped had at least 20 percent gains on their growth at least now that the greatest I have had was a company that exceeded 40 percent rate of growth from what they was doing before so you know and that's where everybody's soils comes into the factor of well just what what is in your soil and and how can we improve that you know and 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 I should also say that at, at this time as we're talking about soil soil is a very dynamic media of growing and soil is a is is a living uh, media so, soil? You know, maybe may uh, you know be. that it's that's right. You know, and and it was and it's been um, you know it, it could be a challenge to understand that that soil does need need to breathe. It needs to have oxygen in it. it needs to have pore space, and so that's where all of this perfect recipe, much as like you talked about in the baking or culinary process, when you add your ingredients to to the soil to improve the the soil health that's going to translate trans, uh, to the trees to where or the tree roots or the plant roots uh, for that matter to where it's going to grow in at least optimal conditions and those optimal conditions then correlate to faster growth faster vigor better health and you know I hadn't mentioned this but when when you have a, a a plant that is in better health conditions, it's able to ward off any uh, or, or several diseases or insects that may come and attack it. You know, it's much yep. like us as us as humans. Uh, if we stay healthy, we do our regular checkups uh, th through going to our doctors, and same way with when you when you when you sample your plant tissue, sample your soil samples, take take water samples. You're you're providing the the nutrients and the conditions for that root to grow in its uh, optimal state, to yeah. say the least. Are are you uh, do you use a bricks refractometer to to test the the bricks levels of of your trees or no? No, no, not necessarily. No. Okay. No, there's uh, yes, uh, there, you know, there's many many different types of of, of tools that you can use to uh, to 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 make this process, uh, you know. 
to fulfill yeah. it out to the end. You know, and that's where I've kind of made that jokingly comment at the beginning of, the, of that question there that, that, you know, we spend now a lot of time on, on answering this because I knew it could be a very, very detailed uh, explanation of it. And so, yeah, you know, I, and, and, I think definitely we have some room to uh, expand upon uh, the fertility uh, topic, definitely. Um, so, uh, Jumping ahead, have you calculated, now I know, you know, between increased, you know, growth rates and, uh, you know, savings of, of labor and, and all that, have, have you calculated what a break-even point is for farmers who are using the Monarch Auger? Like, you know, how soon do they, you know, kind of uh, break even on their investment there? Absolutely, yes, yes, I, I do get that question almost out of every individual that's interested in the monarch auger you know you know so how 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 soon is this going to pay back to me and so you know, before i can answer that question you know we have to we have to know what size uh containers they're using you know and and i'll tell you that most commonly the 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 individuals that buy the monarch auger they're buying it most commonly in a 24 inch size and that's been the case for the last um five to six years so We'll speak in terms of the, say, the 24-inch size. On the 24-inch size, after approximately 50 hours of operational use of the Monarch Auger, it will have its break-even break cost covered, okay? And and how I, yes, that's a very eye-opening uh, statement to say that. So I, I, I can relate that back to how I said earlier that I was using when this development stage started I was using 19 individuals to install these uh, these in-ground bags so when I when I drop two-thirds three-quarters of my labor force off just on installing the bags now instead of using 19 individuals I'm using three to four so now I'm using 15 15 less individuals so if you take your, your just your, and I mean, I'm just looking at your labor force. I'm not looking at, at say, improving your soil, your soil health. So right. really, it's really less than 50 hours if you want to look at it from a standpoint of improving your your actual growth of wow. your trees. So I'm looking at it just on a labor standpoint. So after 50 hours, that labor cost is covered for a 24-inch Monarch auger. You know, with the, with the quantities of of bags you're putting in, because on average. A 24-inch bag, the they're putting in 150 to 200 on average. You know, so many variables are going to be involved in that. But you know, so if you you do the calculations on the math, you'll 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 come to the understanding real quickly on the labor side is where it's going to really bring the return back to you. And 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 you know, and and I, and I don't I don't know of really much other large equipment invest that that. A, a company could do that will get them that return back in just 50 hours of running. Um, I was expecting very... you to say something it, it like three years or two to three years, like 50 hours. Um, okay, so farmers ab are able to grow, harvest, and transport trees, you know, much better using our root control bags. Um, and then in conjunction with your Monarch system, why would a tree farmer not use your system? Well, yes, that that is that is a uh, a question I have heard many times in this trade, <laughs> and and so that 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 question really steps back to just a very um, very very 
very uniform comment of saying that change is difficult for for us all. Yeah, okay. especially the farming industry. Uh, they're very that, generational. Yeah. They like to do what their daddy did and their daddy before them. That's right. I mean, you know, it's uh, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot, but it's much like when you when you travel to work or you travel to the grocery store, you have a designated travel path that you like to make. You know, on your regular basis. So, how often do you change how you, the way you go to work or the way you go to the grocery store? You know, and, and you know, just as simple as a statement as I got, just change is difficult for us all. And you know, when we get settled into a way of doing it, you you, you just really have an answer to say back sometimes that well, that's the way we've always done it. Yeah. You, you know, and so, you know, but I will say that once that once the individuals that have contacted me see this auger in action it gives them a a a lot more energy or drive to adopt this type of system of growing and you know and i have several companies that have bought these from me that are open doors to seeing this monarch auger work with boots on the ground so you know people can contact me and and i'd be very willing to share contacts with them on on who they can go see uh yep. see this product actually work themselves you know you know that when, when you when you see a product work firsthand in front of you it's much different than seeing it you know uh, on a digital video or you know some pictures you, you like to see it in person you know and that's what i've really learned about you know hands-on farmers and people in this trade you know they really need to see it themselves and put their hands on it before they can really adopt that level of change because um, cause change is hard for us all. I mean, it, it is. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, the farming industry, yeah, is is slow to adopt change, but, you know, once something catches, it, it kind of spreads like wildfire. So I think... Um, I think you. I think you're going to be selling a lot more monarchs uh, in the future. You're manufacturing these in the United States. Absolutely, yes, certainly. So we we use several different fabricators and steel designers on on improving the product. I will say that there's very subtle changes that we've had to make to the to the Monarch Auger over the last. Uh, I've been selling this for about five years now, the Monarch Auger. And so it was about that same amount of time that we actually even developed it, it we, before we even started selling it to the market. So we, we was using this unit over many different soil types, over many different locations, uh, you know, as I say, a prototypes. We wanted to make sure that it was working without having to do a recall back to, to change any major uh, aspects of it. You know, and then that's what led me to go ahead and get the patent status on it because I knew I had a very solid product now that was not going to have to have any change to it. But yes, absolutely, my manufacturing is done uh, here in the United States and, you know, with, with um, mostly, if not entirely, all uh, American-owned products. Nice, nice. Uh, being, being an American-made product our, ourselves uh, with High Caliper Growing uh, Smart Pot, we definitely appreciate uh, American-made products for sure. Um, Eric, how can people get in touch with you to um, you know get some consultation and you know learn more about the Monarch Auger? Oh yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's a great uh, great opportunity there to to be able to share that with you guys. So. You know, I uh, probably the easiest way to get a get a hold of me at this plate is is a phone call or a text message. 
you know that's um you know i i'm getting my websites built right now so they're not quite live but you know we'll uh that that'll be at a later state but you know right now uh, what's my, my the web address uh, for people who are watching this you know a year from now when when we're filming it what, what's the web address do you have a web address oh yeah yes sir sure enough yeah it's it's going to be monarchaugers.com okay Cool. Monarchaugers.com. We'll, we'll put that com. on the screen. And then did did you want to give out your phone number as well uh, to folks? Oh, yes, yeah, certainly. So, yes, that, that area code number is 318 and then 278-9763. Nice. And, and then email? And uh yes well look, well we can start out with the uh with, with a with a text or phone call i've learned that that's uh that really what builds on the conversation first and and then we can go from there uh, off off the email because um the the new website's going to come with it also it's uh email domain too so nice. that's still in still in development stages so we're going to um, the, the email i'm currently using is likely going to be uh under suspension when when that domain becomes live so we'll, okay uh, we'll makes hold sense. that off for now Makes sense. Well, um, Eric, it's always nice uh, talking with you and chatting with you. I, I always feel like I learn something new uh, every time we uh, have a chat. So I really wanted to thank you for your time today and for joining us on The Growing Revolution. Yes, absolutely, yes. And, uh, yeah, it's a very nice opportunity to be able to get to uh, to share this uh, opportunity with uh, the rest of the folks out there that, that could be interested in and growing their plants and trees in the in ground and then how improving their levels of success and safety and profitability with using this type of system. Well, if there's any tree farmers watching this uh, right now and you haven't been convinced uh, already, um, please give Eric a call and uh, he'll he'll seal the deal, no doubt. So until we chat again, uh, thank you, Eric. Good, good chatting with you. Absolutely. Yes, yes. You guys have a great day. You too.